Hello, everyone, and welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. That's right, we give you a reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. They say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and history has shown this is to be the case. Sort of. If you look at what defines beauty through the ages, you'll see very different opinions of what beauty is to a specific culture, to a specific time period, and it can change very quickly. In ancient Egypt, it was the eyes. Both men and women would paint around their eyes with something called coal, a mixture of metal, copper, ash, burnt diamonds, and lead. The ancient Romans and Greeks each had their own preferred complexions. They used makeups with similar ingredients to that of coal powder to powder their faces and paint their eyes and lips. But then something changed. In the Middle Ages, at least in Europe, white skin became all the rage and makeup was relegated to the lower class and to prostitutes. Everyday women wouldn't be caught in broad daylight wearing makeup, but that didn't stop them from trying to make their skin look even whiter. The solution was to use something called ceruse, a mixture that involved dissolving white lead into vinegar. This created a paint-like substance that could be applied as a mask to a woman's face, neck, chest, or whatever she wanted to appear white in public. In the 18th and 19th centuries, this foundation was all the rage, but as is common knowledge today, lead on your face is a bad idea. Now, we can all laugh about the fact that Common knowledge at some point in the past was, well, for thousands of years, that lead wasn't that bad. And in today's episode, you're going to stop laughing because guess what? The lead is still there. And there's a lot more of it than you're going to like, especially if you wear lipstick. And with that, <laughs> I'd like to bring in our... our uh, <laughs> what an intro. Wow, that, our was, guests. that was one for the ages. That was that was phenomenal. I feel like I need to step up my intro game. I know. I need to like. I'm fanning myself now. I got to compose myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, how are you guys doing, Eli and Tyler? <laughs> doing well. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited for this episode. I feel like oh, we say man, that all I the time, too. but you know, there's there's just something about finding obscure reasons to make people worry. That's just it's it's it's. it's <laughs> What's the word that I want? It's uh, soothing, I guess. It shouldn't be, but it kind of is. It's fun to go through. <laughs> so it's it's the episodes are so fun, and it's it's they're, they're always so off the wall that that um, they're they're always exciting. And we we say it at the beginning of most episodes. It's true, Tyler. You're right. But I think it's totally legit because we, we we cover these topics that I'm just <laughs> I look forward to sinking our teeth into. You know, it makes me wish I was a hypochondriac. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me glad i'm not <laughs> oh i fall somewhere probably in the middle i'm too conspiracy theory but uh some of the other stuff doesn't bother me so you know it's uh we're in for a good one folks we're in for a good one yeah so i thought i would just throw a statistic out there and then we can kind of discuss this amongst ourselves but i was looking at this uh survey done by the united nations data and they combined with simmons national consumer survey and they surveyed women in the United States to see how many wore lipstick or lip gloss in 2019. And the answer was 121.23 million women. Jeez. 
And that's not a big deal, except for the fact that there's lead in like 90% of all lipsticks and lip glosses out there. Mm. So, I mean, we'll just start with the fact that I joked about, so the Queen of England wore this ceruse and everybody else did that, that stuff that was white lead that was dissolved in vinegar and they put it all over and it led to, amongst other things, hair loss and lead poisoning and early death. And I just, I mean, wonder, I laugh at that, but we've, we've still got lead in our lipstick. Mm-hmm. Not that I wear lipstick, nor have I ever donned it. Oh, at come least, on, Randall. At least knowingly. I'm Let sure. the people know what you do every other Wednesday. <laughs> what are we doing? What, what, are, what are women doing to their faces? They're putting lead on them. They're putting lead on their lips. Uh, this, this article that you sent out is kind of blew me away. Kind of blew me away. It, and it's not like it's like a harmless amount. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, as high as, what does it say? As high as three parts per million. No, no, no. Yeah, and I found 7.7. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 7.19. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, you know. So uh, maybe if they were to go get an x-ray, their lips would be safe, but nothing else would. If you closed your lips, your teeth would be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Super Superman would not be able to see your teeth if you had, like, a a crooked smile. That's right. Lead's a bad thing, right? I mean, it does all kinds of things to your innards and your outards. Like, how much is too much or how much is too little? I, I, I know that there's something out there that says a certain amount of lead is bad, but I mean, usually that's an interest group that had the government sign off on a number because they didn't want to go above it. So do you know, like what? <laughs> well, there's the point is, is lipsticks going to be a bad thing for people with all the lead in it? Yeah. It says in here, there is no safe level of lead exposure. So it's not like there's, there's an, a harmless amount. It's a neurotoxin. And even at small doses over time, it just, it can wreak havoc on you. I mean, lots of cancer, lots of other um, just awful things. So, I mean, on lipstick, that's a big deal because do you remember in the nineties where lipstick kind of went out and lip gloss kind of like colored lip gloss came in um, and, and, and you didn't see a lot of lipstick after that, but lipstick is back. It's back and it's back big time. Um, And it's 2020, almost 2021. And we still have lead. It makes you wonder back in Victorian times when, um, in the turn of the 19th century, things like that, where they're, they're, they're using this, this lead, you know, mixed in vinegar, it makes you wonder what things we do all the time that are killing us. And we, we have the science to figure these things out. Like, like are Big Macs killing us? Well, the data kind of says yes, but we keep eating them. So did that movie. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Super plug. There's a free plug for what's his name? Murloc Murdoch. I can't remember his name. Alive? I don't remember, but I enjoyed <laughs> yeah, the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, the 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 thing that uh, is a reoccurring theme in these episodes, again, just kind of looking back and reflecting now that we're in, I mean, what are we in now? 10 episodes, uh, 11 epi- that are that are up. But, um, you know, well, as we reflect Yeah, by the it, time this is done, it'll be 13. Okay, there you go. Um, but uh, we, we've talked about the things that, that are slowly killing us that, you know, either we don't know about but should or do know about and don't care. And I wonder if lipstick is going to, to kind of fall into that category because it is, it's, it's such a big thing. Um, Eli, you talking about going back to, uh, you know, the nineties with lip gloss, 
took me back to high school all over again. I, I miss flavored lip gloss. Um, <laughs> you know, not, not, well, not you're a guy. Why would you uh, miss application? <laughs> but uh, man, it just, it, it brought it back hard, man. Brought it back hard. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, well, thank you for that uh, trip down memory lane. Uh, sure. Yeah. But, you know, we're talking as well. <laughs> we're talking about Victorian age, but uh, one of the things that I found um, really quite remarkable is when we went to Tombstone. Uh, Randall, you can't. No, were, were you with us in Tombstone last year, or, or had we parted ways I, by that point? We had a day in Tombstone. We had a day in Tombstone, and I did not know Tombstone was created as a mining town. It was it was Vegas before Vegas was Vegas, and it was it was really <laughs> cool to go and see it. But one of the things we found out as we went on a on a mine tour is they had, and I was trying to fall, find what this disease was called. I'm going to call it miner's disease just for simplicity's sake, but because I can't find the actual term. Randall, maybe you remember it or know it, but these miners, as they are down and working in these crazy conditions, they'd take their, uh, their uh, cans that had their food in it and they'd put it onto a candle or a small fire and that would heat it up while they were mining. And then they'd come back and they'd eat straight out of the can, which seems like it would be no big deal. But what they didn't know at the time was the, uh, the, the welding material they used to weld the, the cans shut was liquid lead. And so as these cans heated up, the lead would oh, get wow. into their food and then they'd eat it. And these miners quite literally went mad because lead, I think we've mentioned it, is a neurotoxin and it, it ruined their brains. It, it frankly punched holes in their brain matter. And they would they would lose all uh, you know mental capacity over time because of eating soup on the job. I don't know if that was covered by work, workers' comp back then or not. Was was there a a, a Rowan and Rowan or a Wade and Wade somebody that you know put out infographics on the the the, the uh, what's that called uh, Wells Fargo Express? I don't know. The Wells Fargo wagon. The Wells Fargo wagon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, I went there. It was, was a little creepy, but. I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It probably didn't even exist. Like, if if somebody brought it up, they would have laughed at you. You'd be like, "This is the West." Like, who cares? <laughs> they would have also laughed at you. The idea of at the idea of infographics, they would have been like, "What the heck is that? Like, what's an infographic?" <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I have a six shooter. They would have been all the rage, though. Right up there with like Zen Zen and um, you know some, you know some you know new new saddle technology. That's it. <laughs> but we have a history in in human evolution, if you will, of doing things that seemed like a good idea at the time that we find out later were really quite bad for you. Uh, and I think lead was uh, definitely one of those things it is it was one of those things and and lead's not the only thing that's in these lipsticks further on down this article it says a study by the university of california found nine toxic heavy metals including chromium cadmium aluminum manganese and lead in 24 of the lip glosses and eight of the lipsticks that they tested so you're getting lead but that's one of nine that you're getting, you know, nine toxic heavy metals. And we're not talking about the music. We're talking about bad stuff that's going to lead to problems the longer you wear it. So ladies, I feel like there's a call to action here. Well, ladies and men who like to wear lipstick, there's a call to action here. You got to figure out if your particular brand 
has this stuff. So there's there's something you got to do. Well, th- yeah, there fortunately, is. And, there's a list. You know, again, University of California researchers, <laughs> they found that women applied lipstick uh, from two to 14 times a day. Like that's just, that is, that's what you mm. call continual exposure, right? So, you know, that's, I don't know. I, I think that that borders on, on like a, a habit. Can lipstick I mean, let's be remember. like a, you know, cigarettes or, 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 you know, something that, that takes the edge off for people. I think, know? it. I think, I think anything could be on, I think anything could be, that's, you know, anything could be addictive. It depends on it, how your brain's wired to it. Right. Uh, but you got to remember it, Yeah. It absorbs through your lips, but you, lipstick, a lot of lipstick is ingested by women who wear it mm. and they don't try to, but while they're eating mm. lipstick gets in their body. So they're getting, they're getting it absorbed right there on their smacker, but then they're also eating it. So both, both of which are not good. So that's one of the reasons I hated chapstick is that it would get on my teeth. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like it. I hate it. I can't imagine. See, I, I feel the same way about teeth. chapstick. I did. I feel the same way about chapstick that I felt about lip gloss. I, I would never put it on myself, but dang, I liked it when somebody gave it to me. And to this <laughs> sure. day, I don't like chapstick for that reason. The only way I get chapstick, my wife gets angry is she'll put it on and I'll, I'll kiss her. She's like, mm-hmm. you stole my chapstick. I said, yeah, but that's how I get like the perfect amount, right? So <laughs> when we think about lipstick, we're talking about the women that are putting it on their lips and then inject, but, but what about their, their significant other, uh, you know, or, right. or uh, one that's night stand if you want to go there with it. But they, they, that's what, what would be the terms for that? Uh, Randall, if, if you're uh, accessory, right. You're, you're an accessory to, uh, to illness here. You mm. could be an accessory. It's, it's secondhand is lead poisoning is what court? it is. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, no. is it? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there could be all, all you're, all you're doing here is you're increasing <laughs> the size of the class action lawsuit. Oh, you're just, you're just, you're just thinning out the money. <laughs> Yeah, what you're doing is you're diluting the pool that L'Oreal is going to have to pay because they have 10 of the top 50 <laughs> worst lipsticks out there. <laughs> Randall, what are the how do how do people know what to look for if they've if 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 they've had too much lead? Do you have do you have any idea of what the what the health concerns are? Well, so it's bad for your 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 body's filter. So your liver your gallbladder, they kind of take a beating if you get too much lead. Um, but it can have other, you know, it's cancer causing, especially if you live in California, it's even worse just because you, you live in that state. <laughs> but um, <laughs> just by nature of living in California, you've got more problems to go with your other problems. But government agencies, they're, they're kind of conflicted. So we have the FDA, which is the Food and Drug, and they say anything less than 10 parts per million is no big deal. And then you have the CDC. So I, I like to, I liken the, it, this is like a body. So the FDA is the mouth and the CDC is the butt. And so the, the, the FDA is saying one thing. And then the CDC is saying that no amount of lead is healthy. And so we've got the government talking out of both ends, so to speak. And so we're really not sure. There hasn't been a lot of, of study done on mm-hmm. the effects of applying a small amount of lead to your lips every day and what happens to the, the, the content levels in your blood. Because the reason that, that this, the FDA actually says 10 PPM parts per million or less is no big deal is because they can't find it in a regular blood test. So it just, the difficulty level of testing and seeing it and all that stuff goes up and the cost goes up. So they can't really do a lot of the tests because they're lazy. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I took from, from their website at least is, is so I don't know what is dangerous other than 
any any level is dangerous and all lipsticks have some in it so yeah that's a horrible answer to your question but... no it's not no it's not i i mean you're you're not you're not wrong i uh i'm sitting here looking at the uh, I was able to find some of the other health concerns, that basically what people could look for, one of them being neurotoxicity. So I guess it's been, what what is that, right? So it's neurotoxicity has been linked to learning, language, and behavioral problems. So also reduced fertility in both men and women is another one. Hormonal changes and menstrual irregularities is another one. Uh, and then lastly, a delayed onset of puberty in girls and the d- d- development of testes in boys. So it's going to mess with uh, puberty for, for girls and boys. So those are, I know those are, it's kind of hard to, it seems like it's hard to miss those things, um, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to kind of take stock of, of some of that. And, you know, while you're looking at your lipstick products um, to see if uh, there's an issue there. Well, and let's bring this thing around and, and get it a little bit wider lens than even just lipstick. Uh, because lead is, it, it's, it's all over the place. So, you know, we've, we've kind of hit that one that it was not known to be a, a problem, right? So I typed in uh, dangerous lead levels PPM. Um, and for the, those of you not familiar with the acronym, PPM is parts per million, right? So we're talking of very infinitesimal amounts in the grand scheme of things. But, but that's how they measure it because it doesn't take much. And you know how Google will give you the people also ask sections? Um, based on similar queries on their search engine. And as I look, uh, let's see, it was the, from where I'm sitting right here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The, the, the seventh suggestion down is why is my child's lead level high, right? Which means that that question has been asked a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, or, or times on the search engines. And what I found from uh, aafp.org, which is uh, a uh, American Family Physicians Board, that because lead was so common, pretty much any house that was painted pre-1978 that still has that lead in it, or excuse me, that paint in it, is going to have lead paint. But so many toys that we give, particularly to toddlers, they still have lead in the paint, lead in the, the, the metal alloys, lead in uh, you know any part uh, piece of it. And what does a toddler do the first time you give them something? It goes right in their mouth, right? Yum, they start yum. sucking on it. And we, we now have you know lead poisoning in, in uh, you know children and, and whatever because it's, it's everywhere. As hard as we try to get away from it, it's just it's a regular use thing. And, and how do you regulate it? You know how do you really check, okay, well, is this really lead free? You just kind of have to trust the packaging to a certain extent. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what consumers do. We kind of tend to trust the packaging. Um, we, we really do. I mean, this is, this is part of the reason why, why there's a, a growing movement to label what's in our food is because we look at packaging and we expect manufacturers to be transparent and forthcoming. Well, they hardly are. <laughs> They hardly are. <laughs> well, and it's it's true, you know. So so my family, we've got some dietary restrictions in my family, and and we have for a long time, and and we've learned to deal with it, right? But when we would go to like my parents or my in laws, and you know, we have food. My mom, in particular, should try really hard to get stuff that would meet with our things, and so should look at. I'm talking food in particular here, right? Should look at the front of the packaging that would say, uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, non-dairy or, or whatever, right? And she's like, oh, well, you know, big, bold letters. It says that it meets the criteria. 
but you've got to actually flip it over, look at the ingredients and go down and you've got to read through the ingredients of what's in it because they're only required to list the major components. If it may have, or there's trace amounts of, they don't necessarily have to list that. And so you have to look at the allergy section to see, but it's, it's not, I don't say it's not fair, but it's so misleading to the consumer because they, the, the marketing can say one thing as long as it says the other somewhere on the packaging or the product or whatever. And, you know, you just, you don't know. Well, and that's the problem with how the government regulates it is they, they're able, they being uh, manufacturers of products, whether it's food or drugs or cosmetics, they're just required if there's something that's trace amounts or small, they just have to put a summary word in there. And then you actually have to go look up on the FDA what could possibly be included under that summary words. So when they say tra- trace elements or, or natural flavors or anything like that, like you have to go look at the FDA's website to know what what could possibly be included in the universe of potential trace elements. I think I, I was just thinking that. I was thinking, I, I wonder how long it would, how many minutes would it take for someone to take a product that is familiar to them that might have a lot of ingredients that might be uh, chemical, uh, chemically based. Like think like shampoo or toothpaste or uh, something makeup. Okay, something like that, where lots of chemicals in it. I wonder how long it would take someone to go through the ingredient uh, the ingredients list and and really dig in to learn exactly what each and every ingredient is. That would take a long time. Now, that, 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 was, that would just be with one product. Now, imagine doing that with all of your typical consumer goods that you buy on a regular basis. The amount of work you'd have to do to be informed as to what you're buying is a lot. You have a lot of work to do if you want to to be a, a very informed consumer. You know, I'm not – I know we're – I know that the episode's kind of running long, but uh, in my opinion, you know, legislation <laughs> – Personally, I, I, it doesn't usually fix most of the problems that it tries to, although sometimes it does. I, I think it, I'm not really a pro-legislation guy, but in this case, if there were a simple piece of legislation that sort of changed the language a bit that was required to put on the ingredients lists, that might be helpful to consumers. It might be harmful to the bottom line of a company for a certain period of time. But if they pivot and make changes, then they they will stick out and they will rise above the others because if everyone has to disclose all of their messed up, harmful, or gross ingredients, then you're going to see a lot of change in in the formulas of, of these things moving forward. So, um, Well, and I know, Eli, that you're not huge on legislation. I'm with you for the same thing. I hate seeing a legislation for something that should be common sense something that should just be inherent. Um, and, and so I think really, you know, if I was to give people a takeaway from this, it, in my opinion, it's less about legislation and more about education because there are alternatives that are out there, but you either have to go to specialty places to find them or you're going to pay more. And typically it's going to be both of those. And most people just frankly aren't willing to do that because Walmart or Target or whatever they're convenient, they're easy, they're fast, and they're cheap. And so our grocery budget for some of the things we get is higher. For some of you know our other products that we buy, it's higher. 
Right. But we save a lot in the fact that we don't hardly, I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time that we had to go to a doctor, right? So there, there's, there's, there's the other side of it. But I think that's really the biggest thing that it comes down to. Uh, and for those that are listening, education. Education and, and, and willingness, I think, is, is far more beneficial than, than legislation. Um, always. In my always. opinion. So then, I mean, I've, I've got my, my solution, but it's going to come, come out later when I talk about how I'm going to rate this. But what do you guys think? Uh, what, what are you going to rate lead and lipstick then uh, on the panic scale? Uh, we'll start with Eli. Thank you for that. Um, I'm just honored to begin the rating process on this. Episode. <laughs> I, well, I'm, hope, I'm hoping for you to lay down a nice anchor so then I can just like feed off of your, you know, what sure, your rating sure. is. My wife pays a little extra for really good lipstick, but that doesn't mean it's free of lead. <laughs> I like to think that it is. Uh, she gets it from uh, uh, some company, some through some rep of some company that and they they brag about how good it is so um but that just doesn't mean anything so if my wife's putting lead on her lips very often she doesn't wear makeup a ton but sometimes she does like i i'm concerned about that so from a from, uh, on the on the panic scale the reason to panic scale i'm going to give this i want to give this a 5 wow um, because I, I feel like I've got work to do now and not just for my wife, but what about my sisters and my friends who wear lipstick? You know, I feel like I've got to sort of put a cape on and, and try to be a superhero here. You know, like, tell me the name of the brand of your lipstick. <laughs> it well, what are you like? Just trust me. Just trust me. Just tell me the brand. <laughs> so that's where I've got, it. I got a five even on the scale. What about you, Tyler? Well, at the moment I'm a little insulted. Uh, Eli is the the anchor vote that you can go off of. You've got yours, so so mine must be the throw throwaway vote. I'm the independent <laughs> on this episode, folks. You can I be an anchor another time. That means you can have fun <laughs> with your rating. Uh, no, for me, this one honestly doesn't rate very high, and and here's why: because I, I feel like we, and and by we, I'm using the universal sense and grouping myself in with my wife. Um, because I support her. And so then by definition, my, my opinion matters. Right. Um, but you know, we're, we're pretty educated on, on what we buy and, and, you know, not just for food products, but, but, uh, for toys and games and things like that. Um, you know, but we are, we're willing to pay a little bit more to have something a little higher quality. So, uh, my wife doesn't wear lipstick. Um, you know, occasionally she'll, she'll put on, you know, something, but, but lipstick isn't one of her, her, uh, her go-to cosmetics and i'm cool with that um so i don't think it really impacts my life on a regular basis so very selfishly i put this at like a one um but for the rest of of society at large that you know they they don't pay attention to things like that yeah i'd, I'd have to agree with you eli i mean it's it's everywhere it's prevalent it's all all over the place so probably you know somewhere between five and a five and a half is where I'd have to score this one out. Mm, very well, good. There are 120 plus million women who wear lipstick. And so, I mean, a couple of episodes ago, we, we talked about dogs, saliva, giving you blood poisoning and the horrible effects of that. And, and there's been like three cases out of the hundreds of millions of people that there are in the U.S. and the billions of people in the world. Who knows? And so while the 
the potential repercussions of something like that are horrible. There's not very many people who it actually affects. But we're talking about potential lead poisoning and um, bad effects in almost half of the United States. It's just, um, first off, it's it's not really that comical, but at the same time, it's comical to me in that, that everybody's willing to do that because they don't know. And mm-hmm. so I think that the that there really is a legitimate reason to panic only because of the sheer number. I mean, you can say that everybody has the zombie gene in their brain right now because of that stupid parasite um but it, it, it doesn't really do a whole lot but but you you can actually say well i know of at least 123 million women are putting lead on their face every day 12 to 15 times a day and so i think on a uh, on a scale basis i'm gonna i'm gonna slide the the panic meter up a little bit and i'm probably gonna put it at a six or a seven unless we could figure out how to get lead away from these women's faces because i have a feeling that there's a lot more to the lead poisoning than just the things that the fda is willing to disclose and i think mm-hmm. just for the sake of panic mongering mongering there 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 might be um <laughs> there might be other issues that, that we are not to... <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to step on that randall but that's fantastic there, there might be a lot of a, 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 a plethora to quote the the three amigos a plethora of of, of extra of extra things that could happen as a result of of this lead exposure to not only women but everybody that um, they test food for like moms that test dinner they're giving lead to their children um and and not only that there's all kinds of other things so i'm I'm gonna give it a seven or an eight and the only way really to cure this is to go back to animal products so we need to start having whale blubber lipstick Mm, um with castorium but yeah, yes. well, at least at least you know where it comes from, and you know it's not lead. <laughs> I don't know. Would I take lead over castorium? I'm not sure. Well, I guarantee you that castorium smells more like raspberries than lead does. <laughs> okay. so you All don't right. even know you sold <laughs> when somebody rather... puts on that scented. <laughs> I, 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 I'd rather kiss my wife knowing she has castorium on her lips than lead. Oh, I, I guess that's... oh I... <laughs> Ah, oh, that would be a tough pill to swallow. For, for those of you who haven't listened to the Castorium <laughs> episode, you need to go back so you can know just yeah. just where Eli feels about this. That's a that's a that's a leap. <laughs> that's right, it is. Uh, but it's true. It's true. It is a tough pill to swallow, but I'd rather swallow that than lead. <laughs> oh man. That's oh. Well Good thanks stuff. for tuning in. I think I think we'll call that an episode. Um all you women with your lead-heavy lips out there, be careful. <laughs> Remember that not everything is about how red your lips can be. Um, <laughs> tune in for future installments of Reason to Panic. And don't forget to like us on iTube or wherever you happen to subscribe to podcasts. And we will see you next time. Try this, try that, try everything. Coming right back, right back. Won't you wait for me?